Yes. Hey, welcome to this live event tonight. This is Lisa Boldo and my good friend, Pastor Steve Hannett, is with us tonight. Oh my gosh, Pastor Steve, I've been so excited about this for like the whole week, <laughs> ever since Me you too. said yes. Ever since yeah. you said yes. Amen. Guys, this is such a blessing and such an honor for Pastor Steve to be with us tonight. Hopefully, you got a chance to see his uh, interview on Sid Roth. Uh, it's supernatural. What an interview! The you know the response has been absolutely overwhelming. And um, but first of all, I want to welcome you all to this live event tonight. If you want to uh, just say hello and where you're you know where you're tuning in from, that'll be great. And uh, before we get started. Um, can you start us off with just a quick prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Father, we thank you, God, for what you're going to do during this night. We thank you, God, for what you're going to release into the lives of everybody tuning in. God, we declare that this night is going to be a night of breakthrough, that, Lord, people will be healed and that the Father will be glorified through the Son. So, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, my Amen. gosh, I'm so excited. So, anyway, Pastor Steve um, has been a friend of mine for about five years, he and his wife, Kate. Mm -hmm. And I met Pastor Steve at a healing event, and I heard him give his story about how God miraculously healed him from cancer. Hopefully, again, you got to see the interview. If you didn't, I recommend that you go back, check it out. And, you know, there's, there's even more good news. Pastor Steve Hannett, he is not only a pastor, but he is a speaker and also a best-selling author. Amen. His Amen. book, Unleashing Heaven's Breath, went to number one on Amazon from day one, like in one day. The day that it first aired on the Sid Roth Show, it went to number one on Amazon. But we've got more good news. It's not only available on paper, by paperback, but That's now right. it's available on, um, what is it, uh, Audi, Audible, uh, through iTunes. It's called Unleashing Heaven's Breath. So you can get it on audio now, and there's yeah. one other, was it audio? Yeah, so guys, you can get it through uh, paperback, you can get it hardcover. You can get a Kindle edition, and as Lisa shared, you can get it now with uh, an audio version. And it's real exciting because the, the audio version was produced by uh, Destiny Image, and uh, so we, we give a big thanks to them. And they uh, had William Crockett uh, actually do the narration, which we're real excited because he's done the narration for books by Smith Bigglesworth. Um, uh, Catherine Coleman, Catherine John Coleman, G. Lake, yeah. the generals. Randy the, Clark, so it's exciting. It's super exciting. So we congratulate you, Pastor yeah, thank Steve. You. Ah, yay. Thank you. I'm just, again, you guys know. You guys watch my videos. You know I am a firecracker for Jesus. <laughs> he is even more maybe. I don't know. But we just, <laughs> we're together. It's a, it's a, we just do a lot for Jesus. So praise the Lord. So just a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. You know me with the housekeeping. Um, there may be people tuning in tonight that maybe you're here because you're curious. Maybe you saw the interview. Maybe you're not really sure what you believe just yet. Maybe you're tuning in because you're just curious. So what I would ask is, you know, just listen up. We're going to bring you truth tonight. We're here to give you God's word. You know, the truth, 
the truth, right? Nothing but the truth. Yeah. But if you don't agree or you've got a different opinion, you know, this is a page that we lift each other up. So no negative comments, please. I'll go back later, I'll look over them, and I won't hesitate to ban and delete if necessary. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of just give that a little housekeeping before we get started. And then after the interview, we're going to have Pastor Steve pray for you. Yeah. And I'm going to come into agreement with him for, you know, just what's going on. Mm. I promise you, tonight is going to bless your socks off. I said that before. I hope that, you know, you've shared this with, with uh, just everybody that you can because we all know someone who is struggling with sickness, right? And we, we want to we help you take care of that tonight. And so anyway... Um, I already introduced you, yeah. and uh, we congratulated him. Praise God. And again, thank you so much for taking the time. He is such a busy man, and he's here with us tonight. So um, let me just see. I'm gonna, we're just going to actually just dive in, and I've got some notes in front of me because I want to make sure that we don't miss anything. So, you know, Pastor Steve, a lot of people are struggling with fear and anxiety mm. and depression mm. and even, you know, sicknesses. And what I've noticed, and you guys probably um, would agree with this, but um, in your heart of hearts, there are many people who comment on their particular issue or disease mm -hmm. and they feel like they're all alone and like nobody else has mm. this particular disease. But here's the deal, guys. Disease is disease, sickness is sickness, sin is sin, right? It's not any easier for God to heal cancer than it is a headache. Would mm -hmm. you agree with that? That's true. Right? So I want to dive in, and I'm going to ask Pastor Steve, and you guys know this, it's not God's will for any of us to be sick or riddled with disease. So Pastor Steve, first question, where does sickness and disease come from? What is the root mm. of sickness and disease? So this question, I think, is uh, a huge question. And you listening probably have maybe thought about this. Um, a lot of people ask the question this way. Why do bad things happen to good people? Uh, here you are praying. You're trying to follow Christ. You're trying to live a good life. And then all these things happen. Or we mm -hmm. even see little children uh, who are sick. Right. And, and it's very puzzling. And we have to understand where sickness does not come from. <laughs> and, and, and the good news is that it's not our Father's will for us to be sick. Yet we have to understand the Word of God and some of the things that took place in history to see how we got where we are today. And so what a lot of people do is they try to answer that question without remembering that there was a fall. Wow. They try to answer, where does all the trouble come from? I mean, you could turn the news on and see pain, and not just sickness, but you can see poverty, and you can see wars. Where did all these things come from? And so going back into history, uh, not a story, not a fairy tale, but a history of what happened in Genesis was that we fell away from God. Yes. Now, the, the easiest way to look at this is that God is life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very essence of who he is, is power and life. And so anything that is separate from that life mm -hmm. is going to show up as death. Ooh, that's powerful. Anything that's separate from God right. is going to have the symptom of lacking life. Sickness is merely the symptom of being disconnected in some way from the perfect wholeness that is in God. 
You mean like life itself? The From life, life itself. itself that, that's right. Because God is life itself, like himself. That's right. That's okay. right. See, a lot of people think that, that God is, is saying, you know, Lord, will you heal me? Will you not heal me? The reality is, and, and I've, I've taught this a lot where we've been, and it's really produced a lot of fruit, that Jesus is not just a healer. He is health. God is not just somebody who's fixing problems. He himself is the solution. So in, in, when, when God first made us, uh, he never said in the third day he made sickness and called it good. Right. So Genesis chapter 3 has the key. Genesis chapter 3. You want to go you, read it. You read verses 1 and just read the whole chapter, guys. You're going to see the history of how the human being who was perfectly healthy, united with God, never felt anxiety, never felt depression, never felt hopelessness. Meaning Adam. Meaning Adam. And Eve. <laughs> they were made with per perfect wholeness, but when they disobeyed God's word, they removed themselves or separated them from his perfect wholeness. Wow. From that moment, it changed everything in the world. And so today, whenever we see a sickness, a disease, an anxiety, a depression, we're seeing today an effect of what happened a long time ago wow. in the Garden of Eden. But you go even further than that. And I have to bring this up because I'm, when I heard you preach this, I am telling you, my spirit was on fire like mm. I don't think it ever has been. And it came from this preaching mm. and it's right in the word and you were in tears and you mm. said how have we missed this for so long you know and you'll read it too in, in genesis 3 where yeah. what did god say to the serpent yeah so you know if we unpack this curse because yes, most please, people know that please, that curse. sickness came from from the curse or a lot of people at least have been taught that but if, if you look in genesis chapter 3 this is not just a history of the fall this is a history of the judgment of the fall and what God told the serpent was that because you tempted Adam and Eve, because you did this, it says in verse 14, it says, you're going to eat dust all the days of your life. Now, guys, this is where you kind of want to put your seatbelt on. Yes, put your seatbelt. <laughs> this is where you want to start to really expand your mind and begin to pray right there in your room that you would capture this understanding. Because when God was talking to the serpent, he was releasing judgment. And he told the serpent, you shall eat dust. It says this in verse 14. But you see, later on, God speaks to Adam. And he tells Adam that you are going to suffer because of what you've done. And so there were three judgments that went forth. And when he told the devil to eat dust, we have to ask the question, what is the dust? I mean, is God speaking to a spiritually fallen angel that he's supposed to eat dirt? Or was he saying something more? Well, we find the answer in Genesis chapter 3, verse 19. When literally God turns to Adam and he speaks these words. He says, dust you are. Now, here's what happens when you put it together. The curse of the law of sin and death released upon the serpent, who's the devil said to go and eat dust, and then God turned to Adam, which in Hebrew means mankind or humankind, and he turns to him and says, Adam, you are that dust. Guys, when you put this together, the curse, the very essence of the curse is that Satan received delegated authority by God to eat the dust of man. What is that dust? 
It's his flesh. It's our body. And so where does sickness show up? It shows up in the body. Where does the, the uh, chemical imbalances show up of, of imbalances of serotonin or dopamine mm -hmm. and these kinds of things that, that are seen in bipolar disorders or depression? Where does it show up? It shows up in the dust. Every MRI machine is measuring the dust. Uh, it's searching the dust. An x-ray is examining the dust. And what we're actually looking at when we see the earth plagued with sickness and disease is we're seeing the work of the enemy carrying out the curse of the law of sin and death against mankind. And I remember you saying that, and this really stuck with me because you might be thinking, well, why would God do that? He's a loving God. Why would he do that? But I also remember you saying that sin puts the curse in motion. Yeah. And because God is a righteous God, he had to deal with sin That's when right. it happened. That's right. And I think that that is just because, again, it answers the question, why? 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 Why did God, did God curse mankind? That's right. He didn't curse, I mean... What? You know, when you look at it, this is a really, really big issue because yeah. we're always speaking about the goodness of God, which is awesome, and we need more of that. We, yeah. we need to understand how good God is. But we need also to understand what you were speaking about, the righteousness of God. And people somehow forget about this reality that there is a curse. The, the penalty of sin is a curse. And the righteousness of God righteously released a curse against sin. And so the penalty for sin is everything that's encapsulated in that curse, including sickness and disease. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing the righteousness of God with the judgment against sin. Now here's the good news. Yeah, let's talk about the good news. God didn't mm -hmm. make you and I to be cursed. The Father made sons and daughters it was our disobedience mm -hmm. that said, God, we don't want you, caused us to become departed from his life, mm -hmm. and we ended up with blessing. Now, a great way of describing this, Lisa, is scientifically, there is uh, no real measurement for uh, darkness or for cold Okay. in, in science. It would be like, like this. Like temperature, cold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Darkness is really the measurement of the absence of light. Mm. Cold is the measurement of the absence of heat. I was going to say warmth, right? Yeah. Evil is the description of the absence of good. Sickness, disease, pain, and sorrow is the measurement or the reality of the absence of the health, peace, and power of God. This is the curse. So when, when you hear, well, we've become, we've become disconnected from the word of God, or we've become estranged from God, the Bible in Ephesians says we become aliens from God. We've got to realize what happens to us when we become disconnected. Mm. And the easiest way I could describe it is imagine that you're scuba diving and you've got the, uh, the respirator, or, or whatever that is called, the regulator, I think. Okay. Uh, you, you scuba think divers so. know, you can put it in the comments what, what it's really called. Yeah. But you have oxygen going into your, mm -hmm. and there's a tube going to a tank. Immediately, if you were underwater and you oh, cut no. the tube, you would disconnect the supply of oxygen. You'd immediately panic, you'd immediately feel anxiety, your body would immediately suffer mm -hmm. from the disconnection. Guys, sickness and disease is the exact reality wow. 
of getting disconnected from God. Wow, wow, wow. I'll tell you, tell me, I mean, and you can comment, this, this is such truth that has been missing I think from so much preaching, you know, just for, for years, it really does answer the question of where does sickness even come from? God is a good God. Why, why, you know, okay, so the next question is, mm. and I know that people are thinking this, well, but I'm a believer in Jesus. So where does yeah. Jesus come in huh. to all of this good news? You know, as we're talking about the curse, <laughs> I can't wait to get to the good news. And this is what's so great. Um, the gospel, yeah, literally translated, is good news of victory. Amen. Here, here, here's the reality. The God who made us, who never made us to be sick, mm -hmm. who made us to abide with him, even in Genesis chapter 3, in the same chapter mm -hmm. that he was pronouncing judgment against sin, he put a plan together wow. that you and I would be removed out from underneath the penalty and the position of the curse. And so the coming of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. oh, so good. <laughs> I'm getting excited. We, we, yeah. we have to hear this. The coming yeah. of Jesus Christ was not merely just to enable us to go to heaven. It was literally to restore our position to God before our fall. Before the fall of man. Yes. And so that put, would position us to be just like at one with God again. Exactly. And just restored exactly. and, and... This, this is basic gospel, guys. Maybe you've seen the picture where you've got God here and you've got uh, uh, um, uh, sin separating and you're, you're here and God's here and sin separating and the cross is a bridge between man and God. Yes, yes. See. Guys, when you get connected to God, you're now connected to the life that is in him. You're connected to the grace and the power that's in him. This is why even the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 6, he said, Stand strong in the power and the might of God. What does it mean? It means we have access to the Father's life again. Why? Because the cross removes the penalty of our sin. It says we're forgiven. Listen, the way I describe this to people is if I have a, a rap sheet in front of a judge and mm -hmm. I've got all the things mm -hmm. that I've done wrong to break the law mm -hmm. and we go in front of that righteous judge and we have that rap sheet, a righteous judge has to render judgment right. and release penalty for it. Mm -hmm. But if someone comes and pays off all the debt, they come and they say, I'll go to jail instead of you. I'll pay the fine instead of you. Mm -hmm. If they meet the righteous requirement of every law that I've broken, my rap sheet becomes cleansed. And this is what's spoken of in Paul's letter to the Colossians. That though there were ordinances against us, you know, records of wrong against us, God has taken them and nailed them to the tree. He's nailed them to the cross. That means that my rap sheet it's is clear. Gone. Right. gone. gone. Now, what penalty am I going to receive for sin that isn't there? Guys, when we're forgiven, God can't judge you for a sin that has been erased. That's so good. Amen. And so, I mean, so what happens if, 
Because I just think, again, you know, this is, um, this is, it's pretty deep, but mm. it's, it's necessary. Yep, see all the hearts flying? They know. This is so necessary. Mm -hmm. So we've covered where mm -hmm. sin and sickness comes from, right? There was a curse released by God's righteousness, God's righteousness, uh, where he told Satan that you'll crawl on your belly, you'll eat dust, mm -hmm. right? All the days of like, all the days of your life. All the yeah. days of your life, and then who is the dust? God said to Adam, or God breathed into Adam, but Adam was made from what? Look at yeah. You guys know Adam was made from the dust of the earth. That's right. So who? What is Satan after? He's after you and me, and he's after God's beloved That's people. Right. That's right. So we need. Jesus, because he's the only one that made the payment right. for our sins. I That's love right. how you put that. So our rap sheet is gone. It's the past. That's right. So what happens, Pastor Steve, when people are continuously focused on their past, their past, their past, mm -hmm. and, and how, you know, but, but I'm not good enough, and I did this, and I did that, mm -hmm. and it's torment. What, what happens yeah, to them? Yeah, guys, we have to receive the grace of God. Um, we need to receive the work of Jesus Christ. Yes. This is not a religion. This is not a philosophy. This isn't an ideology. This isn't, well, just some comfort to us. No, this is actually the real truth that Jesus said that the truth will set you free. And what, what is this truth? The truth is that the Bible says that when you receive Jesus Christ, we are new. The Bible says yes. old things have passed away. Guys, another way of saying that, they've been destroyed. They've died. You cannot look into the past to declare your future. You've got to look that Jesus Christ has erased your past. I get passionate about this because we yeah. have to receive that we're not sinners. We're saints in the eyes of God. When God is looking at us, he's not seeing our sin. He's seeing the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And here's the greatest news. When, when you see yourself as a sinner, you're going to expect to suffer Ooh, with wrongdoing. You're going to receive on. the curse. You're going to say, yeah, I'm no good. I can't do this. Of course, that's going to be in my family or of course, that's going to be in my life. You actually project and bring the, 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 the old curse on your life. But those who say, hey, I'm new in Jesus. I'm new in Christ will begin to see themselves through the eyes of God. They'll see themselves through the lens of the blood of Jesus. And they'll say, I am not a sinner bound to the curse of sin and death, suffering underneath the penalty of it. You will begin to declare, I am a child of God. I'm a son of God. That curse is no longer applicable to me. So this is the good. shift. Mm -hmm. This is the shift. This is the shift. And this is why I had to, I'm so glad you said yes to come and yeah, being man. a guest My on Because I don't know that I could have explained it. He, you know, God gave Pastor Steve this revelation. And I really believe that he is the, the chosen person really to bring this message to the world. And so, you know, and you're so blessed because you get it tonight. So you know something tonight that... I don't know. I would say most of people, you know, that they just don't know. So, you know, getting back to what you were just saying, you know, a lot of people, um, 
Again, they revert to the past. We yeah. know that it brings torment, right? If you're focused on the past, you can't move into your future. What did the Apostle Paul say? He said, I have wronged no man. How could he say that? How could he say that? Because he was focused on what That's Jesus right. Right. did, right? He was persecuting That's Christians, right. throwing them in jail. You know, he sa- right. And he even said, I was the worst of the That's worst. Right. Yet he was the most scholarly, the most educated, the most, you know, all these things. So right. when we look at... A lot of people, too, they're constantly focused on the devil is attacking me. Pray for me. The devil is attacking me. What's wrong with that? Listen, the first thing that we have to do is understand our identity. And that's kind of what we're speaking about. Come on. Because when I identify with my new position in Jesus, Mm -hmm. that God says you are not cursed now. You are blessed. Listen, guys, without Jesus, we are not blessed. We are cursed. That, oh. now, now, this is intense, but, but people will call people good. They, they, would, they would do all these. The reality is there's only two conditions to be in all existence. You're either cursed or you're blessed. The Bible says he who hath the son, speaking of Jesus, has life. He who has not the son has not life. You are either dead or you're alive. You're either bound or you're free. You're either blessed or you're cursed. The first thing, if you want to be free, is you've got to change and renew your mind. The Bible says renew your mind. Well, first you get yeah. saved, right? You, you get, right, right. You've got to <laughs> receive Jesus. Is, yes. That's right. You've got to receive Jesus. Because mm-hmm. without Jesus, you're still cursed. But then you have to renew your mind. You have to renew your mind. Now, now listen, I, I don't mean to judge the body of Christ, but we've got to speak honestly, and that's why we're here today. Mm -hmm. Do you know that the average church teaches you how to deal with the curse, how to operate, and how to cope with the curse? Let me tell you, the gospel of Jesus Christ is not a coping methodology. Mm -mm. It's a victorious declaration that we are not under the curse. Amen. No Christian would walk around and say, I'm cursed in Jesus, Mm -mm. but yet the practice of how we deal with sickness and disease is we teach that's just part of life. True. That's part of the cursed life, guys. That's part of the demonically possessed, bound, sin-bound, sin-oppressed life. Absolutely. That is not part of the covenanted promise in Jesus. Mm -mm. So the average religious church will have this kind of like soft policy on I'm blessed and I'll have eternal life, but I have to deal with sickness and disease. It's just part of life. I want to tell you, it is part of the curse. It is not meant to be part of the believer's life in Jesus. Oh my God. So step number one, we need to know our identity. Yes. Step number two, we need to renew our mind that we don't have a mentality that says, I'm supposed to be sick. Mm-mm. People think because they get older that, well, I'm supposed to have this pain. Mm-hmm. You show me that in the word of God. Now, we may be age, but that doesn't mean that age equals sickness and disease. Right. When you get married, do you go to the altar and say, Lord, we accept that we're going to have problems? No. Mm-mm. Marriage should be a blessed relationship because God made it. That's right. So we need to begin having a tough stance against sickness and disease because the devil is trying to lie to the believers, to the sons and daughters of Jesus, those who have been redeemed from the curse, brought out from under the curse, and he's been trying to put something on us that has no right to be upon us. That's so good. If you are a believer in Jesus, you are blood-bought. You are the purchased possession of Jesus. Yeah. 
And the Bible says to be sober and to be vigilant. We see this in First mm -hmm. Peter. Be I'm like, I want him to be in this sure. camera because it's a... Be, be vigilant, yes. be sober. It means watchful and careful. Why? Why? Because it's speaking to the believer. Mm -hmm. Don't expect just to be blessed and just not have to work. Paul, or Peter rather, said, you be sober and you be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may, may devour. Oof. Guys, you'll see this in, in 1 Peter chapter 5. Who he what? May, May devour. devour. The reality is that Jesus has broken the authority of the curse. But it does not mean the influence of the curse cannot come to the Christian. And this begins to answer a big question. Let's do it. If I'm free, if Pastor Steve and Lisa, if what you're saying and teaching is true, then how, many, how come so many Christians are bound? Right. How come they've been praying, but they're still sick? Great question. Listen, you do not find truth by looking at people's experiences. That's right. You find wisdom from the mouth of God. Woo! You find Bring wisdom it. from the mouth of God. You don't, you don't create a gospel according to what happened to Aunt Gertrude's sister's mother's brother's That's cousin. so good. You, you, you find the covenant. You, 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 you find what he wrote in his last will and testament. Mm -hmm. You find what's covenanted. Mm -hmm. And God says that by the stripes of his son, we are healed. Amen. So you got to hold that. But now we have to realize that there was a reason why the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 6 says, put on the whole armor oh of God. God. Do you know it's our job to put on the armor? You know it's our job to stand in the provision? If you compromise or I compromise what God's desiring to do, you're defeated already. That's so good. We need to know that we 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 know that I'm blessed, I am not cursed, and I should be walking in the divine health of Jesus. So let me ask you, this is so good. Do you see, you guys? He's passionate too. It's so good. So I know we're just, we're firecrackers for Jesus, right? So how important is it for us as believers, Pastor Steve, to get our words in agreement yeah. with God's word. All right. So here's the word that I want you to remember. I want you to tattoo it someplace, not literally, <laughs> but paint it somewhere, write it down, put it in your Bible, and here's the word. The Alignment. Word? Jesus said that the truth will set you free. Jesus said, I am the truth. Mm. He said two words that, Lisa, when I was first saved, Whoa. these two words riveted me. I remember I was reading in my bedroom, I had the Bible there, and Jesus said two words. He said, follow me. me. And you know what that means? Walk where I walk. Mm. Say what I say. See what I see. And Jesus speaks about this in, in Matthew chapter 11. Mm -hmm. He says to the people who are oppressed by the religion of the day, he says, come unto me, mm. all you who are heavy laden. All you who are oppressed, come to me. Oppressed. And he said, I will give you rest. Mm. But listen to what he said. Take my yoke. Mm. He says, my burden is, is light. Yeah. My yoke is easy. easy. What does this mean? For us who are not farmers or uh, agriculture, we may not get what he's saying. <laughs> so I, I, I want to break this out. A yoke is one of those pieces of wood that would go over the, the, the neck of the oxen. And if you look carefully, there's this, this wooden loop. Mm -hmm. And one is big and the other one is small. 
Okay. And he takes the big mature animal when you're going to farm, the one who knows how to walk, the one who oh. knows where to go, and you take the mature animal in the big yoke. The little yoke is meant for the baby, for the one who's inexperienced, wow. who doesn't know how to go. Right. And so the young animal is yoked with the larger animal, meaning wow. wherever the strength and the wisdom of the larger animal, so will the younger animal go. So what was Jesus talking about? He was saying, be yoked to me. Yeah. Whatever I do, be with me. I'm the mature one. I'm the shepherd. You're the child of God. Yeah. Wherever I go, you go. Now, you asked about words. Yes. How do we do this practically? Yeah, how important are they? If I speak mm -hmm. something contrary or out of alignment mm. with my Savior, I am no longer in alignment with salvation provision. I'm actually not walking or following Jesus. I'm yoking my mind and my heart through my words, joining them to the will of the enemy. So when I speak out of alignment with God, I'm yoking myself to something else. So if I declare, I am sick, I'm supposed to be sick, I'm actually yoking myself to the curse. Wow. But if I speak in alignment that says, by Jesus Christ stripes, I am healed, I'm yoking myself to the provision of salvation. And let's just talk about this for a second because, and it's off a little bit, but salvation. It's not just being saved, dying, and going to heaven because so many people think that. That's right. What else does salvation mean? What right. else is wrapped up in there? So we can unpack this at another but time just the deeply. Words. Salvation. If you look at salvation, yeah. we, so, we think go to say we, we we think go to heaven, but the Hebraic mind didn't didn't understand it that way. They understand salvation linked with the word shalom. And sozo. And shalom means perfect wholeness in Hebrew, and in the Greek, the word used in the New Testament is sozo, s o z o, and it means to be made completely whole, to be restored, to be protected from danger. And the same word in the New Testament for you are saved and you are healed or made whole is sozo. And delivered. That's all right. All the mental stuff, all That's the right. physical stuff, all the everything. It's all wrapped up in salvation. That's salvation, right. sozo, it's what Jesus already paid the price for you and me to have. That's right, that's right. right. In, in Matthew 1, it yeah. says uh, that his name, Jesus, will be called Emmanuel, mm -hmm. and he will save his people from their sins. Yes. That word is he will sozo. Mm -hmm. He will completely restore them, and that's speaking about salvation. Later, Jesus says, your faith has made you well. Mm -hmm. Same word, sozo. Your faith has made you sozo. So literally, when he's saying you've been made uh, healed, when, you, when you've been healed, it means you've been restored. Now, the great chapter to go to is Matthew chapter 9. Matthew Jesus nine. sees this guy, and he's paralyzed, and he's physically broken. He needs a repair job. <laughs> he needs a repair job. And he needs healing. He, 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 he can't walk. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, son, be of good cheer. Thy sins are forgiven you. So powerful. Wow, a lot of people wondering, why is he talking to the man who has a physical problem, who's been carried there, 
about a spiritual problem. Because the Savior knows what he's saving us from. Mm. He's saving us from the penalty of sin and death. So Jesus, when he sees the paralysis physically, actually his eyes see the curse. All right, I have to stop you mm. right there. This is huge. Do you see that? The physical symptoms of this man, the paralysis, he just said, Jesus spoke to the spiritual condition. That's right. Because, and he said, your sins are forgiven because Jesus didn't see, he, of course he knew that the man was paralyzed, but he wasn't looking at that. That's right. He was looking at the curse yes. that was on this man. This is the ship. Ah. The Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and yes, blood. Yes. Yet what do we do? We wrestle against flesh, flesh and, and blood. blood. Now, for those who may be thinking, we need to take care of our bodies. We need to eat well. We need to do that. But listen, Jesus sees, when he sees sickness, he sees the enemy eating the dust of human beings. Jesus said, son, I see your faith. Your faith is enabling you to access me, the covenant. He says, be of good cheer. I'm removing the sin which is bringing that curse. People begin to question Jesus. Mm. Who are you to say that you can forgive sin? Jesus explicitly says this. He says, which is easier to say? Thy sins are forgiven you. Or rise up and walk. In other words, what's easier? You're saved or you're healed. Mm. In the mind of our Savior... Not modern Christianity, not westernized thought and mixture. In the purity of the one sent to save us, he says, what is easier to say? You're saved or you're healed. Because he removed the sin, he was able to say, son, you're not bound anymore. Get up. up. <laughs> Take your bed. Listen, you know what the meaning of is? The thing you used to live in. The condition you're used to, take it up. The thing that used to carry you, you take it up. That's good. That's powerful. This is why the man was healed. Because Jesus physically touched him mm -hmm. because he spiritually fixed him. Brothers wow. and sisters, first comes the spiritual fix. Yes. Then comes... The physical. physical manifestation. Yes. Do you know that if you live in mm. condemnation, you're holding back your healing? Wow. That's you, so good. You've got to receive it. Yeah. No condemnation yeah. to those who are in Christ. That's and too right. many people are feeling guilty and condemned. And honestly, they don't read the word. They listen to what other That's people, right. you know, are saying. And even false teachings. Listen, mm. we are not criticizing, you know, any, any, um, any church or any denomination here or anything like that, we only care about the truth That's of right. God's word. That's and right. that is why we are here tonight is to bring you nothing but God's word. Right. And I just, you know, Pastor Steve is one of the best teachers of God's word. I mean, I personally sit under his teaching on Sundays and I go home and so many times I'll say to my husband, Oh my gosh, this was the best teaching ever. And he says, babe, you say that every Sunday. And it's just so funny, but honestly, it's true. It's true. And so 
The next question, this was so good. I mean, it's been so good. So we talked about the words um, and, you know, living in the past, living in regret. One of the things that you said on Sid Roth's show mm. was when you talked about how an MRI doesn't see demons. Oh, my goodness. This was just so important because... A lot of people just think, well, I'm sick and it's just, a, a, it's just a, mm. a, the process and all this stuff. And it, it, no, it's the curse. Like you said, there's only two conditions. Yeah. The cursed, the curse, or, and, and sin brings the curse, yeah. right? That's right. Sin brings the curse. And um, so... There's, there's a, uh, a verse that's coming to my mind as okay. you're sharing this. Mm -hmm. um, if you have your Bibles there, you can even open them up. It's Luke chapter 13. And uh, it's so important that we, we, we mention the Word of God because we want you to be able to take this teaching yes. and go and study on your own. Yes. And there's something amazing because Jesus, the Word of God is amazing. It's not just a book that speaks about the spiritual. It's a book that also exposes things happening in the physical. Mm -hmm. And we're not denying the things that happen in the physical. And so here in Luke chapter uh, 13, we have this, uh, this account of Jesus meeting a woman who is hunched over. She can't raise yes, herself up. Yes, yes. The way it says it, I want to read it so that I don't paraphrase this, but it says in verse 11, Behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years yes. and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. So let me just share what's happening here. The Bible is describing the physical symptom now, maybe if we looked at her, maybe she would have osteoporosis, maybe right. she would have uh, hormonal imbalance, maybe sure. she'd have spinal degeneration, mm -hmm. maybe she'd have something going on like mm -hmm. that. Well, you can study that all you want, but all you're doing is studying the problem. And all you're doing is studying the curse. Wow. But what the Bible does, it goes deeper and says that she has a spirit of infirmity. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that the Bible alone can diagnose what's actually happening in the spirit what you can't see in an x-ray or an MRI. Yes. So listen to what Jesus does to her. Jesus Christ says to her, woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. Mm -hmm. You are loosed from your infirmity. Mm -mm -mm. What is the infirmity? Huh? What does he do? He literally describes that Satan had bound to her for 18 years. This is what he says in verse 16. Mm -hmm. He says, So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. He did not look at the physical as the bondage. He went deeper into the spirit and said, I see the real problem. There's a spirit of infirmity. Yes. That's what he removed. Brothers and sisters, there's a reason why Jesus in Matthew 10, verse 1, gave power to the disciples to cast out unclean spirits and heal all oh. manner of sickness. Yes. He even told them, go into the city two by two, mm -hmm. heal the sick, yes. cleanse the lepers. Lisa, he said, raise the, the dead. dead. What was the report they came back with? Lord, even the demons are subject Subject's. unto us through thy name. That's Luke chapter 10. Mm. And what this means is that God is describing, listen, there are spiritual entities. There are demonic forces, unclean spirits that are attacking the human generation. And God's saying, if you are a child of God, I have given you 
you authority. Listen to what Jesus says in Luke 10, 19. He says, behold, I give unto you power and authority to what? To trample serpents oh. and scorpions. What's Ooh. he talking about? He's talking about demons and unclean spirits and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. He was literally saying, not only am I revealing the real root of the sickness, I'm demonstrating by my healing and casting out of demons that I'm removing you from the bondage of the enemy. And he goes further, I'm giving you power in my name. Now you go do it. You go and release it. And this is the key that when we pray, we're asking God, God, please heal me. Now, this is good. But you know what, actually? God's not waiting for us to ask him mm -hmm. to do something he's already done. He has already died. He has already blessed you. He has already released you. He has already empowered you with his spirit. In fact, I've got a story to tell real quickly. Tell we it. were in the Dominican <laughs> Republic and we were doing a medical clinic mm -hmm. and, and we were helping people with vitamins and some medicines. And after they got that, they'd come and get, they'd get prayed for. And uh, I was managing a, a, about four different uh, uh, churches. We had one team, about four different churches. And we were there. Mm -hmm. And a woman comes up. She's got pain in her foot. There was a 15-year-old girl. Ooh. And she wanted to start to pray for the sick. Aww. Oh, so I, I began to ask her, I said, do you want to pray? She said, I do. So she began to pray the traditional prayer and she began to say, Lord, please touch her. Lord, please heal her. Mm. And, and she was so sincere. But after that, we asked the woman and nothing happened. Mm. This poor little girl, about 15 years old, this poor little girl looked devastated. She looked like she failed. And so I began to minister to her right there. And I began to explain to her, you know, your prayer wasn't that biblical. Mm. And she looked at me. What? <laughs> what do you mean it wasn't biblical? I just prayed. It's true. I said, you asked God to do something that God has empowered you to do. Mm. So we coached her and we said, listen, daughter of God, you command that pain in that woman's leg, that her foot, to depart in the authority, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. God's given you that power. Lisa, that moment, that girl began to pray. And the Holy Spirit was quickened. Her hand began to shake mm -mm -mm. because the Holy Spirit honors the word of God. Woo! Remember, the truth Come will on. set you free. So it's like this Come girl on. got in line. The girl got in line with God's word. Mm -hmm. The woman was healed instantly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God. little changes like that. And that's why the Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. It doesn't Come say on. resist cancer. It doesn't say resist uh, uh, depression. It doesn't say resist anxiety. It says abide in me and my word abide in you. And then when you ask it, it will be done. Why? Because you're in alignment with me. You'll be flowing with my authority. In fact, I got to talk with a man who was a satanic worshiper. Mm. Many of you may know him. His name, I believe, is John Revere's. He's, he's written a, a great book called uh, uh, the, Devil, the Devil's Cauldron. And, and this man uh, literally was a satanic worshiper for mm -hmm. about 14 years. Mm. He was very, very deep in the satanic cult. Mm -hmm. He revealed now, as a believer in Jesus Christ, who's been delivered from it, he said Christians have no idea of the authority that they have in Jesus, that when he was in the satanic cult, he knew if Christians only used the authority that they had, he could do nothing against them. But why were they able to plague pastors and believers and dear children of God? Because the children of God did not stand in the authority given to them by Jesus. And I want to tell you, God loves you. God loves you. 
God loves you. Yes, God loves yes, you. Yes, God yes. loves you. He loves you. He loves me. He loves us. And when he healed me of cancer, guys, God doesn't love me any more than, no. than he loves you. Mm -mm. But the thing is, we've got to release mm. the authority of Jesus. I, 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 I don't want to hear the prayers from people that say, God, please send help. Why? Yes. Because God already sent the help. Yes. I've had people come to the prayer line. I share this a bunch when I minister, and I've had people say, Pastor, can you please pray that God will send me peace? And I say, I will not pray that prayer. Mm. And they look at me like I've got three heads. <laughs> they said, why? I said, I don't want to deny the word of God. They said, I'm just, I want to get out of anxiety. I said, the Bible says in John 14, Jesus said, my peace I give you. Mm -hmm. My peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives. So what I do is I, I coach that person. Let's not ask God to give something he's already given. Let's receive what he's already given. This is why healing is breaking That's out. That's the key right this now. This is why we're having people. That's the, right. The deaf are hearing. The, the, we, we, listen, we're having, we, we saw a woman in Boston. She had a bone disease. And one leg was about three and a half inches shorter, shorter. than the other. I didn't know that there were people in, in, the, in, the, um, in the conference that had that problem. But the Holy Spirit told me, call up people. Call them up who have one leg shorter than the other. Why? God wanted to demonstrate to everybody. This woman comes up. And we began to speak to that leg. Amen. And we watched that leg grow. This girl was 16 years old. She had a uh, bone uh, disease uh, that's since she was four. Wow. So for 12 years she was laboring. 12 years she was asking God. But that day she understood, I got to know my identity. I got to resist the enemy. I got to renew my mind. I got to speak correctly in alignment with God. Mm. I got to speak and I got to use the authority. So we used the authority. We didn't ask God to grow the leg out. Well, first we did. Amanda. We said, Lord, we pray that you would glorify your yes. name. Yes. We made supplication. And then we say, Lord, thank you. We receive it. And then our prayer switched. We got it. Now we're going to release it. We commanded to that leg and we watched that leg come out. I tell you, the Woo! pastor of that church. Come on. Pastor uh, Elliot Penn, great pastor in Massachusetts. If you're anywhere near the Chelsea yeah. area, wonderful uh, pastor. He had tears in his eyes. Aww. The whole place erupted. Wow. A Muslim woman came up, all wow. dressed in black, wow. deeply oppressed, and she saw Isa for the first time. Guys, the devil doesn't want Isa you to use authority. Jesus. Yeah, Isa is Jesus mm. in, in, um, in their language. And so she came and her entire body was immediately healed. Yes. You and I can all walk in the authority of God. Yes. I'm not producing any miracle. Right. Lisa has prayed for the sick and I've seen the sick recover. Praise in God. fact, we just had a we woman. We just had a, yeah, we do a lot together for yeah. God's kingdom. This woman yeah. uh, came up for prayer and yeah. she, had, she said, I have pain all over my body. Yeah. The Lord gave Lisa a word of knowledge. Yeah. And she said, do not receive fibromyalgia. Yeah. This said woman, it is a lie. She screamed. That's ah! right. She began wailing. She yeah. began screaming because she realized that God told Lisa what her problem was. And said, don't receive that. That Amen. is a lie from the pit of hell. That's and right. She... This woman, right before my eyes, mm -hmm. while Lisa prayed for her, mm. was delivered from fibromyalgia. Completely. We just spoke to her a week later, mm -hmm. and she demonstrated and laughing, and her arms are moving, and she said, Pastor, I'm completely healed. She couldn't compose herself. She couldn't speak. The body of Christ is filled with power. Yes. The body of Christ is filled with power. Yes. But where's the power come from? Jesus giving it to us. Jesus. And how did he give it to us? That's why we Word. wrote Unleashing Heaven's Breath. 
I'm, I'm, I'm just over the moon about it. Because the word of God is mm -hmm. the source of the power. Oh, God. So if I can connect to Jesus, how do I do that? Well, the Bible says that Jesus is the word of God. Yeah. So I, I teach in the book, uh, fairly detailed manner, mm -hmm. that the word of God is in five different forms. Okay. And we've got to learn every form. <laughs> when God said, let there be light, there was no physical book. I love this. Yeah. He said he talked about this on Sid Roth. Share yeah. this quickly. This is so yeah, good. So, you know, we, we were talking that, so you know, good. in the beginning, God said, there's light. And people say, yeah, we know that. Mm -hmm. But there was no earth. There were no people. There was no Hebrew, there was no Greek, mm -hmm. there's no leather, there's no paper, yet the Word of God existed. We call this the pre-existent form of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. The Word existed before creation existed because creation was birthed from the Creator, the, the, the word. word. Yeah. So he released wow. it, but God put in my heart, and we shared this with Sid Roth, God put this on my heart. What language did he speak? Right, God asked you. Yeah. God asked Pastor Steve, what language was I speaking? And, and I, I was stopped right in my tracks. Mm -hmm. And I thought of that. There was no Hebrew, there was mm -hmm. no Greek, so he released himself. He released light, and the Bible says that God is light, and in him there's no darkness. Do you know what happened to the darkness? The Bible says that when God said, let there be light, it divided the darkness. Hmm. Do you know that sickness and disease are darkness? Do you know what happens when you release the word? You release God. When you release God, you release life. When you release life, you release light. And when you do that, darkness cannot stand. It shakes and it leaves. So, so when I speak the word of God, God's word says that you are healed. We're going to do it tonight. Yes. There's going to be people tonight yes. listening. Yes. The sickness is going to leave. God always demonstrates and confirms his always. word with accompanying signs. That's why I'm so excited. Thank you, Jesus. Because this is not just speaking it and, no. and a philosophy. Mm -hmm. We can do what we're teaching. Mm -hmm. We can demonstrate it because Jesus said the truth will set, set you, you free. free. But oh, then, man. and after, now there are times that people will receive a healing and, you know, a little while later they may feel a symptom again. Listen, it's going to be important for you to stay in the word because, yeah. listen, the enemy's not going to roll out the red carpet and we never, ever focus on what the enemy is doing and we don't want you to either. But here's the deal. When a symptom shows up again, are you going to agree with it? Or are you going to stay in alignment right. with God's word and say, no, I don't receive that. That's By right. his stripes, I am healed. Yeah. Right? This is so important. So I just want to, I mean, we talked so much tonight and you gave us keys to mm -hmm. even walking in a, a supernatural lifestyle every day. Yeah. It's declaring the word of God. It's staying in alignment. It's getting out of your past. Right? And, you know, get a vision for your future. Too many people are stuck in the past and they don't know how to go forward. But God said to Abraham, right? He took him outside, look up at the stars. That's because right. why? Because he wanted him to have a new vision. Yes, Without right. a vision, the people, Perish. right? The people, and in Hosea 4, 6, the Lord said, the word of God says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Come on, this is where you get your knowledge from, right? And even the book of uh, Proverbs, it's the book of wisdom. That's Granted, right. the whole Bible is full of wisdom because it's Holy Spirit inspired, right? That's right. Breathes. However, 
You know, Pastor Steve gave us so, so much tonight, and I know that, you know, we're going a little bit long here, but, I mean, you guys are trekking with us, and actually there's more people watching now. So this is, mm. we're, we're very, very just, we're honored that you would, you know, um, spend your time to get truth tonight. But I'm telling you, we know that this is going to bless you, and not just today. This is going to bless you, and you'll be able to go back and see it, you know. So I just want to see if there's anything. Pastor Steve, I do want to say... Um, we talked about spending time in God's word and how important that is because without it, come on, you're just going to, it's, it's, you're separated. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be in alignment. It's too easy right. to live by That's the right. five senses. That's I always right. say low faith, low word. That's right. It's, That's right. it's the truth, right? So there are many people watching tonight and, and I promised somebody that I would, um, give this request in mm -hmm. that, you know, what do you do or what do you tell the person who um, they have kids, maybe they're teenage kids, maybe they're um, wayward mm -hmm. adult kids, mm -hmm. and they're just constantly worrying about their children? Yeah. You know, I mean... Yeah, this is a very common problem. And, you know, before I answer this, some yes. people may be on uh, my Facebook page, and it looks like, because we're streaming, that my, uh, my device is uh, maybe going to cut out soon because mm. of storage. If it does cut off, just go to Lisa Buldo, Facebook forward slash Lisa Buldo. It's actually Facebook.com okay. forward slash Lisa Buldo, yeah. L-I-S-A-B-U-L-D-O. And we're also streaming live there, yes. so we could do that. So yeah. I apologize for that. It's good I don't want you to miss prayer. That's why. Yeah, yeah. So this is a common problem. Yeah. And, you know, one of the first books uh, ever written in the Bible was Job. Mm. And Job worried about his children. That's right. And it is a very common problem because we love our kids. And I yeah. have three kids myself. Yeah. And man, sometimes you love them so much it aches, it hurts. Yeah. You know what I, 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 I've understood? Number one, I've got to realize the kids are not mine. Oh, that's so good. The kids are entrusted to me mm. to raise them. But we put our children into the hands of God. Yes. And even when they may be going sideways, and you've planted seeds and you've been praying for them, realize that your faith has them in the nail-scarred hands of Jesus Christ. I love that. Amen. And, and, and the reality, Lisa, is mm. that overcoming stress about our children is the same of overcoming stress about anything. That's so good. The Bible says when you pray, believe. And if you believe when you pray, you receive. And, trust and peace lives in the land of I have it. That's Worry good. lives in the land of... I'm trying to get it. Mm. If you give your children into the nail-scarred hands of Jesus, who is the one who died for your kids, mm. and you do your best job to give the, uh, to give the uh, put the seeds of the Word of God in them, they're mm. going to grow. So good. And you and your whole household will be saved. So trust Him. Even when your children are up and down and left and right, trust Jesus. I love that. You know, I want to just say, and I, I may have mentioned it in the previous videos, but... You know, when my son started driving, it was tough because, you know, as parents, we start, we worry about them. But the enemy would bring pictures to me every night wow. of my car, my wow. son being in a car wreck and being mangled and wow. all bloodied. Wow. Literally. Jesus. And I literally would have to put my hand up and say, I don't receive that in Jesus' name. And I would say, Lord, I trust you. Yeah. I trust you. Trust in the Lord even you know, where your children are concerned. Well, I don't, not even, trust him. Because I love what you just said. Yeah. Your children are in the nail-scarred hands Amen. of our oh, Lord and Savior. I love yeah. that. Amen. So, okay, let me see. Um, 
I just want to encourage you, if this has been a blessing to you tonight, and I know it has because you've stayed with us the whole time and there's even more people watching. So we just love you and we appreciate you. And we're going to pray for you in a, in a minute. But before we do that, I just want to say, if you haven't seen uh, Pastor Steve's interview with Sid Roth, I'm sure you're going to want to see it now. It was so, so good. And, you know, he talks in detail, uh, you know, more about how God delivered him from cancer and exactly what happened. And it's just mm -hmm. amazing. And, mm -hmm. you know, you, the, the Korean gentleman that yes, really brought yeah. you to Jesus and five hours. It was, just, <laughs> it was so good. So the other thing I would like to do is I want to ask you to do me a personal favor. If you would grab a pen and paper just really quickly because I would just want to give you a little bit of, uh, just a couple of, um, a little bit of information. <laughs> so just grab a pen and paper really quick. I'm going to wait like 10 seconds here. And so, Pastor Steve, this has just mm. been amazing. It's been me. awesome. It's been yeah. so awesome. I feel yeah. like we've just, uh, you really are just, you're, you're amazing. Uh, you, your you, wife, Jesus. Kate, his wife, Kate, is just precious, precious, precious. She's she, my better half. She has a prophetic gift, <laughs> and they complement each other so well, yeah. you know. But she's got a she's gifted in the prophetic. She lays hands on the sick. God gives her a word of knowledge. People get healed. These two, mm. they have the purest hearts, probably of yeah. any two people I've I've ever known in my life. Mike and I we say that all the time. They're just pure. So what I want to do is I'm going to ask everyone on this broadcast tonight to do me a personal favor. If you would go. To Pastor Steve's Facebook page. He actually, his page just went up like just a couple weeks ago. So I want to, you know, we want to help him get traction and, and have the page grow. If you would go to facebook.com, just write this down, www.facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, all one word. Okay. And just like the page because guess what? He's now doing broadcasts just like I do. And they're powerful. Amen. And I mean, they're powerful. And you don't want to miss them. You don't want to miss anything this man has to say. I'm, I'm just honestly being Amen. truthful here. So, um, you know, I come on in the afternoons. He comes on many times in the mornings. Fantastic. So, um, it's, again, it's www.facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett. And do me a favor and comment and let me know. I want to know who liked Pastor Steve's page because I just... I just adore you guys, and I want, I really am asking you to, you know, not that you're going to need it because your page is going to blow up soon anyway, but we could be the first ones to help him do that. The next thing I want to mention is um, if you know anyone in northern New Jersey, or not just northern New Jersey, but New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, if you're either looking for a church home or you've got friends who are looking, or you're just in the area, we invite you to come by. Um, the name of the church is Abundant Grace Christian Church, and the website is I Want Grace org. Again, that's I Want Grace dot org and so tell your friends about it anyway mm -hmm. they're about to bust out of their building because yeah. it's just it's like almost standing room yeah, only God's doing great he's things. doing great yeah. things and god is really promoting you like Amen. i'm we're, i'm so grateful Amen. i'm so grateful so um let me just see if there's anything else that i needed to say here um you know i'd mentioned i personally sit under pastor steve's teaching because it's true it's just truth, 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 truth. And so if those of you who liked, well, I guess you'll probably do it after this broadcast because, you know, we want you to stay tuned here. But now we're going to pray. Yeah. We're going to pray. Actually, Pastor Steve is going to pray. 
And I mentioned this earlier, but many of you feel like whatever dis-ease you're struggling with, whether it's something, you know, fear, anxiety, depression, maybe it's symptoms of whatever. Sickness is sickness, disease is disease. It doesn't matter, yeah. you know, and but I say it doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is I know that many of you feel like I want you to call out my thing. That's, oh, this is, thank you, mm. Jesus. I want you to stop calling it your thing. I get so many comments, my fibromyalgia, my rain, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, my asthma, my this, sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, <laughs> okay. like, psh, no. And, um, but the, so the whole thing is you want to stop declaring that it belongs to you because you are lining up with the enemy when you do that. You could say the or the symptoms of. I'm just trying to help you with a better way, you know, so you're not just claiming it as your own because then you know, really the enemy has a right to keep it there. Yeah. No, yeah. no. So what I, my whole point of saying that this is to say, I know that many of you might think, well, you call out what I'm dealing with, you know, or please call out my thing. Listen, God knows exactly what it is that you're dealing with. And Pastor Steve is going to pray whatever, um, whatever, um, you know, God puts on his heart. And right before he prays, I also want to mention that Pastor Steve's book, wow, let me just pull it up again. You're going to understand when you watch the Sid Roth interview, if you haven't already, why this book went to number one in one day. I am so serious. So you can get the book on Amazon.com. Where else can they get the book? Yeah, you know, the, the, the easiest place to do it, you, you, if you go to SidRoth.com, you can get the book plus a special and exclusive package oh, with Sid Roth called Glorifying God Through the Miraculous. And that's going to equip you to understand why God wants the average believer to operate with the miracle power of God because he gets glorified. So you can go to SidRoth.org for that. Yeah. Um, you can go to Amazon. Just type in Unleashing Heaven's Breath. You can buy any one of the, uh, the versions of that Kindle, paperback, hardcover, or the audio version. And uh, I think those are the best ways to go to right now to get the book. And it also, on Sid Roth's website, it also comes with a three D, uh, CD set that you Yeah, did. so you can Powerful. get that package. So if yeah, you want the funny. package, you've got to go to Sid Roth to get that. If okay. you want just the book, then you go to Amazon.com. Mm -hmm. You can get it in Barnes & Noble. You can get it in any of the bookstores. It's in all the major bookstores now. Uh, you can do that. You go to Christian Book Distributors. But Amazon is, is probably the best place that we can direct you because uh, all the formats are there. It's easy. And so many of you have Amazon accounts anyway. So it'd be great there. And listen, if it blesses you, write a review. Yes. Put it there because this book was written yes. for one reason. Yes. It was written so that it would make the name of Jesus famous. Yes. Wow. That's why this book was written. And this book took 23 years to write. Uh, not physically, but it took time yeah. of working through issues. And before we pray, I, I yeah, want to yeah. share something sure. with people. Sometimes when people hear the conversation we had tonight, mm -hmm. Sometimes the enemy works on them and they start to feel like, well, I'm just a sinner and all my problems oh. are because I'm a sinner and I'm this mm. horrible person. That is not the intention of what we've shared. Mm -mm. The at truth all. is that we've all fallen. Yeah. We've all fallen short. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Guys, we have to get into that realm where we have to feel comfortable to be transparent. Mm. And I realize that I fall so short from what God teaches. And that's why I live looking at Jesus into the face of grace. Mm. God is not revealing the problem of sin and sickness and the link between the two 
because he wants to indict the whole world that you're suffering because you have this thing. Mm -hmm. His focus is that we would receive grace and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So don't labor on why or what specific thing you have. Go yeah. into prayer yes. and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you to bring anything to God, anything at all that the Lord would bring you into perfect unity with him. Maybe that's going to be you just need to know you're loved. So Maybe good. that means that you're going to now finally not receive condemnation. Yeah. Maybe you're going to finally receive that grace. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have somebody that you know you need to forgive. And the so Holy Spirit's good. bringing it to you and kind of going, son, daughter, why don't we get you released from the pain that you're feeling? That's so good. And why don't you go ahead and forgive them the way I forgive you? All of the word of God is to bring us to the goodness of God. And Bill Johnson, who is a great minister, speaks a lot about the goodness of the Father. Mm. And all of this, I want you to understand that the <sighs> devil will accuse you, but the Father's good. And, and, and he's so good that he's like, let's get yes. rid of all this condemnation and all yes. your sin and, and just receive his goodness. So there, there's some sensitive people that, that may feel like that, you know, while I've fallen. Don't worry about how bad it is. The blood of Jesus and the love of Jesus is so much more powerful than any sin. The Bible even says where sin abounds. Grace does much more abound. You got it. And one more thing. I'm so glad that the Lord put it on his heart to say these things to you because here's the deal. You know, people are always thinking, I got to love God more. I got to love God more. Or I don't love God enough. Or I'm trying. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. God loves you. Like yeah. you said earlier, he loves you. He loves you. And when you finally... Get the revelation of how much God loves you. How much does he love you? He thinks that your life and my life and Pastor Steve's life was worth the death of his son. That's, right. That's, That's right. how much he loves Come you. On. And when you really get that revelation, yeah. listen, when you can really truly say God loves me, you should actually say that many times every day. As soon as you wake up, thank you, Lord, that you love me. Because when you hear it coming out of your own mouth, over and over and over. It's the truth, number yeah. one. But number two, you're going to get it in your heart. That's right. And your whole life will change. That's right. You know, people, people behave according to how they really believe. That's right. And that's why we've got to have the word of God to transform, to renew your mind. That's right. Right? And when you really understand how much God really loves you, you know, yeah, the curse with this, you know, but he had a plan. That's right. To bring us back That's to right. the way we were before the fall. That's right. Because he loves us so much, but That's he's right. a righteous God. Amen. He had to do it. Amen. Ah, boy, Amen. This, that, this answered so much to We're blessed. We're blessed in Jesus. Let so the blessed. redeemed of the, the Lord, Lord say so. so. And I'll, I want to mention something else, too. Pastor Steve has a website. It's stevehannett.com. So just, yeah. you know, you can visit the website. You can uh, make sure you like his page on Facebook. That's step one. Mm -hmm. And then you can contact him from mm -hmm. there. You're going to be privy to all his broadcasts and yeah. all great things that he shares. It, and you're going to grow quick. You know, I'm going to share something like, sure? that I did not plan to share. Okay. Is, are you guys okay and with so that? So we're going to give you an announcement that even many in our local church don't even have yet. So if you're listening, you're going to hear this. But I feel the Lord... Give me the release to share this. Okay. The Lord has made a way, and we'll share this story another time. But our ministry, uh, Jesus Reigns International, that's our traveling ministry, uh, is actually going to very soon, in just a matter of weeks, uh, be releasing a TV show. 
that will be airing uh, on a major network, and I'm going to share with it that in the future. Um, and I'm not ready to share all the details, but we're going to be doing that, and it's going to be entitled The Miraculous Life. And uh, we're going to have Lisa as one of our first guests Yay! on that show. And we're going we're gonna to be able to continue this dialogue with you. But yes. uh, this show is going to be equipping uh, you guys and, and the body of Christ and those who don't know God with the reality that the Christian life is a miraculous life. So yes. we'll, we'll tell you more about that. But we want to let you know that the streams of, of grace, uh, revelation, and ministry are so important. And that's why we're partnering because not one yes. person has everything. And I can't do what Lisa does. And, and we, 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 we need each other to work mm -hmm. in the body of Christ. And that's why these programs, uh, these Facebook Lives, uh, the conferences, the books, they're all meant to help us walk in the life that Jesus Christ died yes. for us to have. So we'll tell you more about that. But uh, praise well, God. Praise God. Pastor Steve, thank you so, so much for mm. taking the time to be with Amen. us tonight and to share truth. Oh, I know, we know that, you know, this has been a, a total blessing. And just think, it's going to be up on my page. It'll be up on Pastor Steve's page, hopefully most of it, mm -hmm. right? And you can contact him. You can reach out to him. Yeah. Reach out. Stop by him. Visit the church. Visit Abundant Grace. Mm -hmm. You know, we... We'll always, you know, welcome you. I'm saying will. I just, yeah. you know, we, Pastor Steve and I, we always call each other. We're like brother and sister. Yeah. He calls me his big sister because I'm a little right. bit older That's than right. him. He's my little brother. No, but I just, I truly um, adore Pastor Steve and his wife and his family and the church here at Abundant Grace because it's truth. Amen. It's Jesus. So. I hope that this is, well, I know it's been a blessing for you tonight. Make sure that you share it. You'll be able to share the link. I'll try to put some of the links that I mentioned um, up, um, not in the comments, but maybe above. And um, I just want to thank you for being a blessing and tuning in tonight. Yeah, amen. And now you're just going to be that much more equipped. Yeah. I, I pray that this has answered why for a lot of things, you know, and we see a ton of hearts flying. So we just, um, we appreciate you. We love you Amen. in Jesus. You ready to pray for them? He didn't pray yet. No, we were, we're saying pray. all this other stuff. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was right. like ready to, sorry, you guys. Yeah, yeah. listen. So Pastor Steve, yes, take God, it away. This is God's word. God's him. word is going to produce the miracles. And Lisa and I right now are in agreement. Uh, we're yes. in spiritual agreement with God's word for you. Yes. Uh, and we're going to pray for you. And sometimes you're going to feel heat. Sometimes you're going to feel uh, tingling. Sometimes you're going to feel a shift happen. And sometimes you're going to feel nothing. Let me tell you good news. It's not the gospel according to our feeling. Mm -mm. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. So whether you feel something or not, it, it's irrelevant. I want you to just to receive yeah. the word of God. Because Jesus, Jesus told us if we ask anything that the Father would be glorified through the Son, he said, I will do it. And healing glorifies God. Amen. All right, so let's pray. Yes. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We just honor you and we magnify who you are. We thank you, God, that you have put a plan together to release us from the curse of sin and death. God, we declare that each of us that are listening to your word, that, God, we receive the grace that is in your word. We receive the cross. We declare that it is foolishness to those that are dying, mm. but it is the power of God to those that are being saved. And right now, it's the power of God for us who are being sozo, for us who are being made whole. Father, right now we agree that sickness is not your will. Yes, Lord. We declare that the diabetes, the chemical imbalances, the uh, problems in, in, the, in the limbs and the joints, the arthritis, the uh, problems in the neck and back, 
uh, the problems in the kidneys, God showing me kidneys, uh, God showing me problems in knees. Uh, these problems are not the will of God. And right now, Lord, we're going to take authority through your name. A lot of people in the, in the head, a lot of pain in, in, in the head. And, and uh, some people, even as we were giving this, um, are even hearing voices. Uh, and your anxiety is like, it's like a tape running in your head over and over and over and it won't stop. It's like a buzz that's constantly going and going and going and there's not peace. So Father, we speak to those things and we declare that those things are of the curse and we declare that we and our bodies, our minds, our souls are blessed in you. We renounce agreement with every sickness and disease. We declare that the cross of Jesus Christ has paid our sin and by the stripes, the whips on your back, we are healed. Lord, in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, through your will and through your name, in your stead, we release your will and we speak to every ailment, we speak to every disease, we speak to every vile, unclean spirit, and we command to depart. In the name of Jesus, we declare that the believers are blessed. Satan, you do not have authority over their body. By Jesus Christ's stripes, they're healed. And I command all sickness to depart. Leave now. In the name of Jesus Christ, leave now. I command all sickness to depart in the name of Jesus Christ. Now. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, I felt the release of God. I wouldn't say it if I didn't feel Me it. Too. You felt it. Mm -hmm. It's happening in your body right now. You can go ahead and post it if you feel a shift. Go ahead and declare yes. it. Go ahead and declare it. And say thank you to Jesus. Declare it. Do what you couldn't do. If you had pain in your knee, get up and walk. Do what you couldn't do. It's the faithfulness of God Almighty. Now glorify Him. Ooh. Go into your local church. And, and glorify him. Go into the streets and the highways and byways. Post it on Facebook. Yes. And yes. glorify Jesus. Don't worry about our names. Mm -mm. Just tell him that Jesus is healer. Yes. Savior and deliverer. Yes. Glorify God. I thank you so much, Lisa, Amen. for the opportunity to be here and to be with you tonight. God Amen. bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you again real soon. God bless you. Amen. You are blessed. Ephesians 1.3. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye.